Hello and thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Your free podcast will start here in just a second. I did want to say thank you to everyone who nominated our show for Willamette Week's Best of Portland 2016 Reader Poll. We really appreciate it and we would really appreciate your vote now to get us that actual title. How you can do it is by going to wweek.com, that's wweek.com, and then clicking on their Best of Portland Who Will Be the Best in 2016 link. Go to Personality Media. We are under the podcast section. Just throw us a vote. It's free. Only takes a second. Cost you an email address. And that's it. Go to wweek.com and vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Portland Podcast. Thanks so much. And here's your show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio I'm just saying, maybe it's finally a sign. Like, maybe I should actually embrace this. You know, I've always talked about it. What do you think is I've a got, sign about this? I think I should become that guy. I think I should become... Well, you are that guy, well, but no, not but the I guy mean, that you want really to really become that guy. This could be my thing, my calling that I didn't realize this entire time. I can set up the rooms. You know, obviously the roommates will have to go unless they're cool with it. And I could even give, like, tours through my house, have each room would be themed. Is that how you're going to make up for the lost revenue by kicking out all of your roommates? <laughs> well, no, but then I'll charge for people to come see, you know, okay. my lions and the other pets that I'll have. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to say we appreciate each and every person. Sarah, see, I'm trying different approaches each all day for you. this live read. We appreciate each and every one of you so very, very much. Stop being creepy. For going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link when you make purchases online. It's important to us that you uh, are enjoying yourself and loving every minute enjoying of your... Enjoying yourself? I'm trying to think of different ways to pitch it. You know, we've tried, like, I tried the hard sell. I tried the scary sell to be like, if you don't buy from FunEmploymentRadio.com by clicking on the Amazon link, something terrible could happen. Probably won't, but it could happen. Well, it could happen. I mean, if people don't go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link, that's one of the best ways that they can financially support us. Right. And I mean, if we don't have that support, then yeah, then it's not going to go well. Okay. Well, no, I was I was get, trying to get more personal, like make no, them I was think making about, it like sad and realistic. Oh no, see, we're not doing a sad and realistic one, oh. and we're not doing the scary one, like ooh, look at you know something terrible is going to happen to you if you don't. I mean, I can't guarantee it won't, but uh, no, I was trying to you do a more more that. heartfelt, like a loving one. You know, where it's like we're sharing the love together. Well, either way, this isn't working. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link if you do so choose I just to. think that it naturally didn't work if you're trying to be the loving one. <laughs> just I was trying to do a That's loving pitch. That's not a role that you can play. I can play I can play a loving I, pitch. I really don't think that you can. I think it would work out just fine. <laughs> uh, we'll try it out again tomorrow. We'll, we'll make a better shot. Uh, coming up on today's show, we have a special guest. And that is Joanne Shinderly. And the reason she is going to be joining us is... Bridgetown Comedy Festival. It is the slow build to Bridgetown Comedy Festival. It's coming up. So Bridgetown Comedy Festival is coming up next weekend, June 1st through June 5th. And we are so excited 
to uh, to be partnering up with them again. So just like we do every year, it's it's a it's an amazing festival. They it bring is. in it's like summer camp every. The, it's like comedy summer camp. They bring in hundreds of comedians, you know, and you get an opportunity to see so many different performers. I mean, some of their some of their headliners this year are Rachel Bloom, Kyle Mooney from Saturday Night Live, Moshe Kasher, Oscar Nunez, John Michael Higgins, which you may not know his name, oh. but I guarantee if you look him up, you'll know who he is. He's from Best in Show, uh, Pitch Perfect. He was in that. He's from everything. He's, he's from everything. He's Look him so up. He's so amazing. John Michael Higgins. We're going to try our hardest to get him here in that's studio, That's the one that too, Greg and I are both like. I mean, we're excited to interview all of the comedians, but right. that's the one we're both like, oh, my God. Yeah, we're going to try. That would be amazing. But there's, there's just a huge list. Uh, Greg Baron, Baron Vaughn, all of them are going to be here for this festival. So that's BridgetownComedy.com where you can go and get tickets. We'll be talking more about it over the next next couple of weeks as we lead up to it. But Joanne's going to be in here today. We're going to talk about her shows and then her other normal comedy, comedy shows that she does here around town anyway. So uh, Joanne will be joining us in just a little bit. All right. And this is her first but, time on the show, I think. Yes. Yes, mm. I believe so. I believe so. All right. So we need to talk about, though, what, what my dream was. Like, I'm really excited about it. I'm really, really excited about Wait, what's been like happening. Wait, is this like a sleeping dream or like your, your like life dream? No, it's the dream that I've been having. Like, it's been recurring. I, I think it's a sign. I think it's a sign. And I finally need to start paying attention to this because we've talked about my my weird, bizarre dreams a lot here on the show. And I have very strange things happen in my head. And so I, I can't really explain it all. But this is one that's been recurring over the last, I'd say, week. And I think maybe it's like a sign that it's it's telling me something. And it's this. I've been having dreams where everything is perfectly normal in my life, except for the fact that I own exotic pets. So I want to tell you about this. So last night was one especially about this. Okay. I owned, like I was at my house, just hanging out, no big deal, hanging out in the backyard, having some some people over. There were other people there. And everybody was like, oh, what is that in the corner? And we look over in the corner and there were two lions. And these lions were apparently my pets. And so like it was- Like how big of lions? Like full grown, like, like African lions, like big, big lions, you know, with a mane and everything. And- they were my pets. And I've always talked about, you know, I haven't, you know, since, since my dog passed away a couple of years ago, it's been, I've been thinking about getting another pet. And I think that maybe it's time for me to not just get another pet, but to actually go down this route of exotic pet owner guy. Like, I think that could be my niche, like my thing around here. I could own some lions and then I could even set up like something with like meerkats in the backyard. I could have all kinds of weird, strange creatures. It'd be like Ace Ventura's house over there. You want to have all these different kinds of animals there living in my so house. So that's exactly what the bottom line is, is that you want to be like this general, like you want to relive Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. No, I don't want to. Not when no. nature calls because that was a horrible sequel. Oh, it was, well, it was all right. I mean. Um, <laughs> Are you standing up for when nature calls? I've seen when nature calls several times. I'm, I'm going to say, I mean, it's not obviously the original, but it's, uh, it's worthy of a viewing or two, I would say. Wow. I'll stand up for it in that part. But no, I don't want to be Ace Ventura. I'm just saying like that when his house, you know, with, with it's full of pets. And I think if I do that, you know, I'm going to become that guy, which everybody needs to know at least one guy like that. And I'm the perfect one. Women are going to find it. Irresistible. No, they because won't. Your house like, is going to stink. No, no, it'll no. Smell but it'll like be like exotic pet feces. No, I'll be. No, if I have a whole bunch of exotic pets, it's going to thereby make me exotic, and I'm going to be, you know, this kind of interesting, weird, weird thing that weird creature, like weird existence. They'll be like, whoa. Have you seen Greg's house? He's got full of like exotic pets. That's just that's just strange and alluring. You know, that's so attractive. Are you going to have like a humidifier in there and always have it like warm? 
inside yeah. so that it just well, feels like to, a jungle kind I of have different, all the paint's going to peel off of your walls? I have different sections in my house. And if I do that, if I start becoming an exotic pet guy, like I'll have some lions, you know, I'll have a meerkat, I'll have like some, some weird like armadillo looking thing or something like that running around. And, you know, then I can start dressing for the part two. So I'll wear like a lot of a lot of black leather. I'm thinking, or um, maybe even some more like Indiana Jones type. You would montages. not be able to wear black leather because you'd just be squeaking around like your leather. You'd be like. But that's what the cool guys the cool guys wear black. The cool leather. guys can wear black leather and not have it like you know squinch against each other. You know against the leather on leather. But you would just be sweaty and you would make weird noises when you walked. Yeah, but I'd have all these exotic animals around me. You know, they can walk in. I have like a parrot on my shoulder or something like that. You know, and they'll be like, "Hi, welcome, welcome to my house." Oh, this, this is normal for me. This is this is my life. Welcome to my welcome to the exotic life of Greg Nibbler. Ooh, bam, right there. Is that your reality show? That might be it. The exotic. I might be life able to get a reality Greg- show off of this. Oh my god, the exotic life of Greg Nibbler. That's yes. the saddest thing I think I've ever heard. <laughs> the exotic life of Greg Nibbler. Oh my Welcome. God. Um, uh, well, excuse me, Mr. Greg Nibbler, I don't uh-huh. mean to bother you when you're like planning out your exotic life. Yes. Uh, but I am looking at uh, on on the internet at Oregon.gov, which is you know the you know the Oregon government's website. Okay. On the ordinance of what exotic pets you can or cannot uh, own. Yeah. If you're a resident of Oregon. What? What are they saying? So I'm looking at this right now, which is actually kind of confusing, so I need you to help me out with this. Okay. So I'm looking at this. I, I went to Oregon.gov, and I'm at uh, the exotic animal permits, what you can get permits for. Okay. Um, it says, importing exotic animals on the following list is not allowed. So there's a list of the animals that you cannot import. Okay. The first one being non-human primates. What? I can't have a monkey? Non-human primates. Okay. Does that mean monkeys? Well, yeah, that's a primate, yeah. Like a chimpanzee, I think, is what they're referring to, probably. So, therefore, it's calling all humans primates? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. But uh, I can own a human. Sweet. But you, oh, I know. I don't think you can. Okay. Um, bears. Uh, you cannot own bears. What? what do you mean? I have to have a bear. You can't own bears. I don't... Okay, number one, I'm going to be blocking this out from the public anyway, though. It's private property. They can't come on. So, fine. All right. They're saying no bears, wink, wink. Um, but I think I think the basement would be a perfect place for a bear. Yeah, I'm sorry. Human primate is just like the weirdest phrase ever. That is a strange phrase. Thank yeah. you. All right, that's why yeah. I was confused because I'm like I've never seen it written out like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't I don't okay. know why they're saying it that way. Okay. Uh, so bears. Another thing you can't get is a non-indigenous canine, except for domestic dogs. Well, wolves are indigenous to the Northwest, so I'm going to get a wolf. All right. Well, I think that you can get a wolf if it comes down to that, probably. Yeah, so what, they're saying like I can't own a dingo or something? You cannot own a dingo. A dingo. Ah, but a dingo would be pretty cool. I kind of want a dingo. Uh, You also cannot own any crocodilians. Okay, so uh, yeah, all right. I find I won't own any crocodiles. All right. Well, I finally have the final one, Greg, and it is you cannot own non-indigenous felines, except for domestic cats, which isn't that the lion family? I don't. I'm going to dispute that. You can't dispute the law. I will. Well, I'll have a. I'll have two lions in my backyard. So who's going to come and take them? Number one. Like I challenge anyone to try to come and take them from me. And then on top of that, you know, I. <sighs> well, if there are if lions aren't indigenous to Oregon, then uh, it looks like okay, you then, probably okay, cannot. Then what about? And it's them. being noted in the chat. Okay, fine. In, in ones that are uh, indigenous here, I could get a cougar. I could get a giant cougar. A team of them. 
Because a couple of cougars teamed up together, that would equal like one African lion. So uh, some cougars, bobcats and lynxes. I don't know. Bobcats just look like they smell bad. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go with a uh, couple of cougars then. Fine. I'll have a couple of cougars, some wolves, a dingo. I am going to get a dingo. That's just going to be part of it. And I will have monkeys, but I'll keep them upstairs. That'll be like a separate locked off You'll area. You'll keep the monkeys upstairs? Is that what you just yeah, said? Yeah. I can't have like a house of exotic pets and not have a monkey running around somewhere. So I've got that. Uh, I've got cougars. I've got um, near the basement. I might turn that in. Either I'll put the bear down there or I'll put something else. But the bottom line is when people show up at my house, you know, they're going to be able to walk through and I'll be like, oh, yes, would you like to I'd like to escort you to my jungle room. And then I'll have each room will be themed like the jungle room or like the everything desert that you room. You do just sounds so positively creepy. Yeah, but no. But then then. You know, ladies obviously will show up and right. they'll be very intrigued by. Well, Greg, I'm because uh, I'll be mysterious and no, exotic. Nobody's intrigued. The exotic life of and Greg Nibbler. And you're not going to ever get any ladies to come back to look at your like bear or your. Would wild you like to animal. come see my dingo? Want to come to my house to see my dingo? Yes. Um, I keep them in the basement. So I'm looking at this. This is an article from a few years back, but um, so as of let's see, 2011, uh, there are 49 permits issued for 88 exotic animals. Nearly half of those permits were for exotic felines. Sweet. So I can get lions. Which include servals, yeah. caracals, I don't know All what right. that is. Yeah, they're ocelot, like smaller ones. Lynx, a yeah. lynx, and a Joffrey cat. I don't know what that one is. Okay. Well, either way, it's not going to matter because I'm going to have those. I'm going to have lions anyway in the background. All right, well, it looks like some people were able to get some uh, some non-human primates, which is the weirdest phrase again. Non-human primates. Would you like to see my human primate Would collection? Would you like to it's see my legal. non-human primates? Um, yeah, so people have permits for chimpanzees. Uh, and a squirrel monkey and a macaque. Yeah, I'll take one of all of them. Okay. And we'll put them all in there. Uh, again, sorry, roommates, you know, they're going to have to go. Um, and then I'll charge entrance fees and I'll just sit there. I'll have a really sweet chair that I sit in when people walk in the door and a really cool like hat, maybe like a crocodile Dundee knife. And yeah, people can come into the exotic life of Greg Nibbler and get to tour my house. And then, then women, you know, will be obviously very attracted to it, as I've stated. Yeah, clearly, this is going to be something they're very excited about. Uh, it's an alluring um, thing that, I'm, that I've kind of got going. And I think that's what my dreams are trying to tell me. Is that, it's that time. you need to own a wild pet sanctuary? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, in the city, at my house. I'm going to start collecting them now. Well, I'm looking at this, and there's a whole bunch of they're they're listed because you're not the only one who wants to be an exotic pet owner. Really, there's other people like me. Yeah, by wanting to you know stand out by the fact that you just own a pet that's not from this region. That's uh-huh. interesting. Um, so you can get a capy, uh, how do you say it, capybara? Capybara, yeah. You get a capybara. Yeah, they're like a big rodent. They're so cute. You can get a they chinchilla. Are a big rodent. Uh, no, chinchilla's too small. I mean, maybe in my like little animal collection room, I'll have some in there. All right. And by the way, I'll take care of these animals too, just to just to make it clear. Well, yeah, you're I'm not going feed to them. not take care of I'm them. I'm going to feed them with the with you know the entrance fees from coming to my house. I I really think that you need to get a capybara. That'd be awesome. Uh, I don't know. I don't really like rodents. Rodents aren't my deal. Not really a big rodent fan. That's true. You do like since you know with your country living, there's there are more pests than anything yeah, else. yeah. Not a not a big rodent dude. Not into having a pet mouse or a rat or any anything like that. Just not my thing. And a copy bar is just like a giant one of those. No. So yeah, I'm gonna avoid that. And your roommate basically um, has a terrier that looks like a copy bar. Well, yeah, well, yeah, kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of. Uh, so anyway, what do you think about this? You think this is a good idea? No, I think it's a terrible idea. I think it would work. I absolutely think that it would do the opposite of work. I, I think, think you're jealous, I, and I understand, understandably Well, I mean, so. no, I'm not jealous. I, I just never go over to your stinky, like, jungle house It's again. not going to smell bad. I'll have it good ventilation. It will so bad. I'll have a fan going, and I'll keep the windows open. 
you know, I'll lay down like a lot of newspaper and stuff like that. But no, mainly it's going to be so I look awesome when people come over to the house. Oh, uh, it's being suggested you could get a giant tortoise. Uh, yeah. Those okay. are pretty cool. Do chicks dig those? I sure. Okay. All right. I'll get one. Okay. But then I have to then I have to have the the water pets, you know. And then I have to put in the pond pets, and I don't know about that. I'm still not sure if I want to dig a hole out there. All right. Fine. I'll dig a hole. Throw a tortoise in it. We'll have well we'll have a tortoise in the backyard. We'll have the water area. You know, for my water pets. And then, uh, yeah. All right. Well, this is going to work out great I'm for really me. glad that you got this all figured out, Greg. Bottom line is this is also going to be, it's going to serve two functions. It's also, you know, it's the exotic life of Greg Nibbler for my new reality show that I'm going to start. But also, it will probably serve as a bit of a deterrent to my new, my brand new Russian neighbors who just oh, moved in. Oh, wow. Which uh, I got to talk about them again really quick. So everybody who knows, uh, you know, there, there's some more things that are going on over there. There's some more things that are happening. And I feel like I need to bring these up because I want some more advice on what to do. And I've seen, um, just from coming from coming by Greg's house, I've seen a couple of the things. I, yeah. I don't know the extent, but yeah. there's some there's some stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff going on over <laughs> there. And I don't really know what to do. So maybe my exotic animals are step number one. Step number two, phase two, I'm not quite sure about that. I'll have to ask for some advice on that. So why don't we, why don't we take a quick break? Because I believe Joanne is actually here. And... Um, Let's bring her in and talk to talk to her for a bit, and I'll I'll ask my my Russian questions here in a little bit. Okay, and we'll we'll try to get to the bottom I of like this. It. I need just... some advice. Yep, you're not too you you aren't too proud to ask, Greg. No, but also if you do happen to know of anyone who does have lion cubs or anything like that that they'd be looking to, um, you know, donate to my new uh, nobody exotic, donate a lion cub to Greg to Are the exotic life me? of Greg Nibbler. Yeah. They'll be reality stars at some the point. Saddest name. It's for such a, a show good name. Ever. It's such a good name. Like it's for just a like, show. Just like this, this and I wear sad, all like, like little curly haired guys. I, just I like wear the like exotic life of Greg Nibbler. Type type black leather with like a cool hat. You know, and I'm mysterious. Maybe I have dark glasses I'm on too. Just picturing too. you looking like the like a village person. I'm thinking more of like a city version of Crocodile Dundee. That's kind of what so I'm going for. So instead of for. like the, the brown leather hat, it'll be a black, black leather one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I wear black instead of brown. You're very easy. to I'm like out. a modern city Crocodile yeah, Dundee. Real modern. Ooh, there is a market for that. You are a real modern gentleman. Exotic life of Greg Nibbler. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I didn't actually realize you were going to pitch it to Joanne, but now I feel like I do. I do have to bring it like up. Like you kind of have to stand like by it at right. this point because you can't be like, "Oh no, I was just kidding." <laughs> no, I already put it out there. It's no, out there. I do stand by it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, <laughs> Joanne Schinderly. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Excellent, Joanne. We're so happy you could make it. This is the first time that we've actually had you in studio, right? Yes. Yes. There. Was, I was supposed to be here before, and I apologize. Oh no! <laughs> don't worry I think we that. we came up with an excuse for you on show. So oh, something like she is filming a movie yep. in her own backyard. Right, <laughs> and that's what's happening. A right reality now. show that's in. not at all sad. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> bunch of selfies <laughs> put together to music. Yeah, were you taking a selfie in our? Kingdom? I was. I was. I felt a little embarrassed, but we'll take a real picture after. But okay. I was because you guys have really cute. Someone painted your faces. <gasps> yes, he did. Our yes, friend James. He's a he's a comic artist and just artist in general. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, thanks. I know Greg looks very angry. I look his. very angry. Oh, yeah, I, look back at my I look kind of discerning, which it's kind of cool though. Maybe I should put it above like a mantle place. You know, my house, like the old school paintings of people where they just look pissed off for some reason. Yeah. Sitting in a throne with like a bear rug Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah, and glaring down at anybody who walks in. But that wouldn't work for my exotic life of Greg Nibbler pitch, though. Oh, God, that's so So I I just think, you know, if I were to turn my house into an exotic 
animal. All right, just give Joanne like uh, a, a quick think, backstory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I've been having all the all these dreams where I own exotic pets for some reason. Like ordinary life, just oh, I own two lions for some reason, like, and that's just my deal. That you're just living your ordinary life, and then they're just animals. Yeah. That's a sad dream. You know, interjection. <laughs> there is. Uh, do you are you a firm believer in dream? Dream I don't know. Theories. I give really weird I dreams, am. so yeah. I don't know. Are you? Are you? I am. Mm. And I, I in college, kept having this reoccurring dream of a chameleon walking into whatever scenario. So it'd be like I dream really realistically. Like I never fly or never like stuff like that. But okay. it's really just like normal conversation or like everyday life stuff. But there's always this chameleon, and I always like noticed it. And as soon as I noticed it, it would change colors and then walk away. And no one else did. And I looked it up, and that meant uh, a financial uh, turn. In your life, either good or bad, and oh. turns out that I was in a that I ended up yeah dealing Please with say a lot that of you like, won the lottery or something. No, it oh. was like a car accident thing, and then oh. and then the taxes and the, but then then a lawsuit that I won. So whatever. Okay. So what? So it was so like way, it's kind of a turn. <laughs> we do actually have a dream book here. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, now I kind of want to go grab it to look at the chameleon thing. All right. Or your see, exotic animals. All right. So yeah. you keep telling her about your about your thing. Yeah, but so I've been dreaming that. Yeah, I own lions in my backyard. They live there. I also had dreams where I owned um, some kind of wasn't it wasn't a chimp. It was like a, some some kind of monkey that a I had. Smaller. Pet Small, monkey? A smaller monkey. Yeah, like a helper monkey. Like a, from Ross. Yeah. Monkey? Yeah, yeah, one of those a kinds of monkeys. Shoulder monkey. Shoulder monkey. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is a shoulder you know? monkey the same as a helper monkey? Yeah, I think there's the same are thing. Are they like are just they, small enough? No, to they're monkeys. To you know, and they do what you tell them to, and you'd be like, "Hey, monkey, go open, open the fridge for me. I'll go open the fridge for you and stuff like that." That's how Why I imagine it works. I've never owned one, but that's how I imagine it works. And and just like all these different exotic pets. And so I was like, okay, well, what if I took those? What if I ran with this idea and believed in my dream, you know, to own exotic pets? And then I could turn my house into like an exotic wildlife sanctuary and people would pay to come in there. And of course, you know, women would find it very attractive because I would own all of these exotic animals in my mind. And, you know, and then I could wear like a lot of black leather, kind of like an urban crocodile Dundee look. Yeah. Yeah. So he wants to like take, yeah, he wants to take the brown leather and then be super edgy and make it black. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Fringe on the bottom. Ooh, oh. Yes. I think I would have fringe? to. I think I would have Injection. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said before, I picture you just lounging poolside constantly, rain, shine, sleet, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, always out there. Yeah, always out there. You're going to have to be outside because it's going to be super sweaty inside with your humidifier for all of your <laughs> yeah, exotic animals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> about the temperature. Your windows are just going to be yeah. like, all steamy. You're just yeah. like a creepy, steamy house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But all of your lights are just infrared lights for like lizards. <laughs> yeah, well, that's going to be the basement. The basement's <laughs> going to be where the lizards will be, you know, because that's how it's got to work. I knew a guy once who was like that who had... He was the lizard lizard snake guy. Oh god, snake guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was snake the Snake guys are very he was very strange. The older brother of a guy I knew and we went over to his place always one the time. Older brother, yeah. Always the or, or second cousin. <laughs> and I think we went over there to get weed or something. It was like yep. It was one of those situations. This, this checks out. It all sounds legit. <laughs> and yeah, he had a basement full of infrared lights and like weird giant spiders and scorpions but and like snakes. But like four and, black light posters. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Oh. Yeah. Felt. Yes, right. very fuzzy, very mm-hmm. fuzzy. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking, actually, so I have my dream, I, I did get our dream thing, so this is uh, the element of encyclopedia of 20,000 oh, dreams. I hope I'm not wrong now, but it's, it's no, something. No, I mean, it could be a different, like, you sure. know, adaptation of it. So it says, uh, if you watch the chameleon's skin slowly change color or blend into the background in your dream, ask yourself whether your unconscious was questioning the wisdom of camouflaging your true feelings. Oh. On oh. the other hand, perhaps it was highlighting your fickleness. I don't know, this is a really judgy one. Yeah, but that just seems like 
anxiety coming into yeah. animal form. It's absolutely no answer whatsoever. No. It's just kinda, I like the financial one better. Yeah. Did you think something? Did you think something else? Chameleon. <laughs> there you go. Chameleon. <laughs> well, anyway, that's my that's my pitch. That's what I'm going for. And it's called and it can turn The into Exotic that, Life of Greg. That will be the reality show that it's based on. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll happen. Yeah. And then one yeah. of your cameramen gets bit by a boa constrictor. Oh, that's good canceled. publicity. Yeah. Oh, is that bad publicity? Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's not how it works. Like the Steve Irwin thing. Like yeah. Oh, well, no, we're not going that, that far. Oh. You know. Well, you said you wanted to have what, like water creatures? Is that what you were calling yeah, them? Yeah, I was thinking about making, yeah, yeah, pond creatures. We could start you slow with like two beta fish. Okay. <laughs> see if I can <laughs> see if I can take care of those. Keep something then... <laughs> alive for a little while and <laughs> see if you can. Fine. I'll go that route. All right. We'll try it out. All right, well, let's switch from your exotic life, Greg, to talk about Joanne's amazing life. Oh, geez. (laughs) Well, you just had a show last night, correct? I did. I did. Um, I actually had a guest host for it because I was feeling a little under the weather. But but first time, it's like the... I've only maybe had missed it like three times out of two years. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's that's great. It is great. Yeah. Yeah. The show's going dope, though. Um, Alberta Street Pub, Sundays, 9 p.m. It's called Control Yourself, which Control I love yourself. that phrase. Yes. Thanks. Uh, I'm trying to generate ideas for going into like, uh, well, our we celebrate our anniversary in January. We started in January. But um, the term Control Yourself, I think it's, it's just like a cool comedy thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, why? What kind of gimmick can I do? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Should I make the audience yell things? Should I? Like, oh. I don't know. You know? Like, I want to I wanna up the ante. Get them involved. Bit. Yeah, but I would love feedback. Oh, okay. I'll brainstorm about that. Yeah. Yeah, because it is a solid concept. I like it. It is, yeah. And you do that once. You do it once a week. Once a week, yeah. We used to be uh, every other week, and now we changed it to weekly. And there's an open mic afterwards. So the idea is that, I mean, there's just comedy from... You know, doors are at eight thirty until one in the morning mm-hmm. every Sunday, which is awesome. That's awesome. And that showcase is going to be featured at the Bridgetown Comedy it Festival. Will. Yeah, I'm so excited. Oh. Which that one you're doing a bunch of shows. You're doing four separate shows. I but the, am. I'm so lucky. So we'll just work our way back. So Control Yourself is going to be happening at the Analog Theater, which is going to be the last day of Bridgetown, Sunday, June fifth at seven p.m. Mm-hmm. And have you ever done Control Yourself at Analog before? No, no. We're always at Alberta Street Pub. Um, so this will be the first time kind of taking it. "Quote unquote" down the road. Okay, nice. <laughs> the Across <street>. town, <laughs> hitting it to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you've got another show, Analog Two, on Thursday, June second, for Best of the Midwest. Correct. Oh God, you know they put us all together. Oh. They try to lump us together. <laughs> Make sure it works. Where are you from in the Midwest? Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. So born and raised Wisconsin. I never know how to answer the question of where are you from because mm-hmm. I moved around like nine different times. Mm. So I thankfully had all four years of high school, but my sisters did not, and they're weirdos. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're the best. Uh, they're just the same person, and I am not. Yeah. And I blame it on moving. <laughs> ah. Yeah. But then I stayed in the Midwest and went to college in Minnesota. So nice. Yeah. Who else is going to be on the best? Do you know anyone who's going to be on best in the Midwest? Um, I believe Curtis Cook. I could be wrong. I should look these I things switched. up. Oh no! Well, I should. Have <laughs> no, I should do. Cool. I'm like all of yeah, my Curtis. friends. Oh, oh, I'm looking. I just clicked on it and it totally went there. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> Brooks Whelan. Yes. Oh, oh Brooks. Oh, Brooks. Uh, Josh Sneed, Jesse Pop, Curtis Cook, Janelle James, Joanne Schindlerly, and Emily Galati. Perfect. Yeah, I think yeah. those are all. Um, I think I I think Iowa has a big comedy comedy boom. Gotcha. Oh really? Yeah. So I think that, that I think I'm the only Wisconsinite on the bill. You got to represent. I do. Real so hard. when they do themed shows like that, is it? Do you have to like kind of incorporate where you're from? Like, do you have to incorporate Wisconsin into your act since it is like the theme of the Midwest? I do naturally, so I'll probably just tend towards those those uh, 
those jokes. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing comedy for three years now. I've lived in Portland for four and bartended for four here. And a lot of IDs that I check are a lot of Wisconsin and Minnesota. Oh, really? So there's always a conversation starter with there. So hopefully those people come out of the woodwork. And yeah. come see the show. <laughs> and come see the Midwest show. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also Comedy on the Rocks at the Bossa Nova Tent. So is that going to be outside? Yeah, I believe they're, they're building a, you know that there's like a parking lot on the side mm-hmm. of, I think they're going to transform that into a tent. Last year they did it at the Boogie Burgers place. Right. R.I.P. no longer exists. <gasps> I Yeah, isn't that, that. going to be a new yeah. hotel? I have no idea. I think I'm going to guess I, condos with uh, some <laughs> yeah. little Do, business action no, on the bottom. No, I think yeah. Jupiter's taking over. Oh, they're expanding. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sense. sure. They're building like a four-story hotel or something like that. Mm. But we'll leave that in the past. Wow. Uh, yeah. Bossa Nova. And then world domination. Yes. Sure. yes. <laughs> All right, cool. So that show is happening at Bossa Nova on Friday, then Saturday. You're in, you're just jam-packed. And Saturday, life is grand at my father's place, which mm-hmm. is so fun to watch comedy at. So fun. Yeah, because we went last year and saw a couple shows oh. there. And it's yeah. because it just seems... It, it fits perfectly and not at all. It's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And that's what kind of, I, from my understanding of what, when the Bridgetown execs look for spots, they that's one of the notches on the belt of, like, where yeah. do we, where can, like, actually feasibly work, but also is kind of just, like, a fun niche, right. like, little environment. It is. It's fun because it's always a mix of comedy fans and then, like, the drunk old guys. Yeah. Who've just yeah. been there all day. Oh, yeah. and they're like, what yeah. the fuck yeah. are you guys doing? And those here? guys aren't yeah. going to leave just oh, because, no. yeah, people are coming in for comedy. Oh, yeah. I've no. done, there was, a, there was a local show, and I'm not quite positive if it's still running or not. I believe so. It's called Tally Ho. I don't, I think Friday nights, Saturdays. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm bad, I'm bad at that. Um, <laughs> we can take it home. Venu <laughs> Machado runs a show there. Uh, that is a fact. And uh, it is that kind of idea of, you're sitting there and people are like, you know, drinking coffee at midnight, no teeth, mm. eating a BLT, right. don't care what you have to say, but they're like, keep talking, sweetheart. <laughs> they're just gumming their BLT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a feat in its own. It is. You know, more power to it's them. It's quite yeah. impressive. Yeah. I have to say. So you can eat bacon with no teeth. You're doing all right. You're doing okay. You know, there's, there's something Swallow- good for you. Can you imagine swallowing a piece of bacon whole? Oh, God. Like a sword? Oh, that sounds painful. And I'm looking at this and their last... I hope was uh, two days ago. Oh, perfect. The final one. Oh, the final one. Yeah. Oh, the, okay. R.I.P. Yes. Tally Hall. So, <laughs> that was very timely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you said you've been doing comedy for, lived here for four, been doing comedy for three. What Correct. What made you uh, decide to get started in comedy? Um, well, it was kind of, a, th- to answer that question, I have to go back to uh, why I moved here. So mm-hmm. I was living in Minneapolis. I mm-hmm. didn't really have a reason to leave. I liked it. Um, but I was offered a job directing art shows in Portland and Seattle uh, for this company based out of L.A. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to go, but I'm 25. I want to live someplace before I turn 30. Mm -hmm. So uh, put the gears in motion, moved here. And then when I was here, I was like, you know what? You've always wanted to do this. Just do it. So then I just uh, researched a bunch of comedy, people that I really enjoyed, Uh and then uh, just started – I. I did improv first, so I was doing improv, improv at Curious Comedy Theater for like six months, and then met Gabe Dinger, good friend nice. of the Portland scene, Yep, and he was like, you should try stand-up, and I did, and then later, Gabe Dinger told me, he goes, quit improv, you're way better than sta- at stand-up, and I didn't believe that. I was like, I'm better at improv. He's like, nah, buddy, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, here. buddy, stop doing that. And I was like, oh, okay, and then just dove in. And the rest is in wow. motion. Where'd you do uh, your first set? Where did you? Boiler Room. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Boiler Room, which is funny because so I knew nothing of the city. I had like one friend 
uh, that I lived with who was like her, our parents are friends. I literally drove across country, knocked on her door and was like, hi, can I live with you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, okay, cool. So, and we're still good friends to this day, but so I did research and there's, when you don't know a city and you don't know how, like what buzzwords to look for, or yeah. you have no mm-hmm. Facebook friends and con- like, I don't know anything. I was just pulling strings, trying to Google like Portland comedy, Portland open mics and a boiler room came up on my web search and the picture that they have is very deceiving. I didn't read far enough to know that it was a bar. Oh, yeah. And the picture that they have is, uh, I don't know if it's still up, but it was a picture of Tynan DeLong, uh, a, com- a comic, Portland comic who moved to New York, um, but a picture of him and just black and white with the microphones in and lights all around him. And like, there's like an upper, it's not even an upper level up there, yeah. but for some reason, boiler room looks like it's two levels in this picture. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a huge theater. <laughs> <laughs> so I show up. And Which, this spoiler alert, is- if you've never been there, boiler room is not a huge no, theater. No. It's, a, it's a karaoke bar. <laughs> and, and so, and I didn't, and this was pre me having an iPhone or anything. So mm. like pre Google Maps. So I'm like handwriting directions and stuff, <laughs> driving in the rain, go down there. I'm like, is this it? This can't be it. And then I walk in and there's just one microphone in the middle of a bar with like a bunch of Christmas tree lights. Oh, gotten in front of the KJ. You're yes. Sitting there like, yeah. Hey. And I'm like, oh my God. And of course I went up like second, which was fine. Um, and I, I did jokes that looking back now were pretty racial. Uh, <laughs> not in like, it wasn't racist. I will not say that. Yeah. Because I, but it was like that age, like I was, compa- my first joke was comparing Minneapolis to Portland. And I was, and I was like, what a, I did what any normal girl would do in this situation, hit Wikipedia to learn the differences of the city. And I was like, Minneapolis, you know, is 40% African-American population. Portland, 0.1. (laughs) 0.1%. Y'all a bunch of white kids up in here. And everyone's like, (laughs) who are you? She doesn't know we don't talk about that yet. (laughs) Exactly. And I come from a place where we do talk about it. And so I didn't know. And then I had this joke about being on a bus and the tagline of the joke is some guy who gets money for his bus uh, just yelling out Obama and everyone really excited about it and I was excited but then I remember it was people still like that joke but that was a bad intro for it but (laughs) but Whitney Street was the only person to give me a laugh at the very end it was just silence it was three minutes of awkwardness and then one Whitney Street ha ha in the back and I was like I can do this that's the one. So Whitney Street got you over that hump <laughs> yeah. a little bit. I tell her that all the time. I'm like, babe, you are the reason I'm here. Oh. She's like, I don't know about that. No, <laughs> she does have a good laugh. It would be, yeah, it would be like burned in your memory if it was an Adam Posse laugh. Oh, yes. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> You'd never forget that. Never in a million years. <laughs> Adam, actually, we have this thing. Uh, I saw Adam Posse's first set at Tonic Lounge, which was Whitney Street's old show. Um, but Adam, myself, who else? Adam came up with this group, annoying Portland annoying laughs or something like that. But I have a very distinct ha ha, and so there's like a couple of us. It's just it sounds like an air horn, just a, just one honk okay, of yeah. an air horn. Real quick, gets everybody's attention. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. Enough where I, uh, oh yeah, Ian Carmel taped his. Uh, <laughs> Are you album. in the background? Yes. <laughs> Adam Posse and I are very oh my god to the point where I wouldn't listen to it. Like people call it at like when it when it got released, people were like, "Oh, I can tell Joanne's here," and I was like, "I can't listen to this." 
Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Sent an apology email. Whatever. But that, hey, that just means you're enjoying yourself. It's not like you're exactly. doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, it was. I mean, and, and it's not overbearing by any means, but it's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joanne, where can people find out more uh, about you to go and laugh? Their um, crazy laughs. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Twitter uh, at Joanne Elizabeth. Um, my middle name's Elizabeth, but drop that e because no one likes it. Oh, so. my middle name's Elizabeth too. Really e. nice. Mm-hmm. I, it's only because Joanne people spell my name with an. E at the end and it doesn't right. have one and so I get really like that probably gets nitpicky. pretty annoying yeah oh. yeah it's like not yeah. the end of the world but something so it's my own little middle finger to to the Joannes with E's <laughs> to the Joannes yeah. with E's that's like the Sarah's with H's <laughs> yes H's. right you're just uh, like, without, it... no without H's sorry I mean without, I love my yeah. girls with H's but yeah. without yeah uh, and if someone spells her name wrong doesn't it a little it bothers me yeah I know and I'm just like that's a little fucking rude that you don't understand you don't know how to spell my name exactly right. and then Greg gets the extra B in Nibbler because Nibbler's only spelled oh, L-I- yeah, that happens. N-I-B-L-E-R yeah. 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 yeah that part gets annoying and then I can always see but... that that gets you a little mad a little bit I try to hide it though Sure. I'd be like, oh no! You don't hide well, it, it is. It is. It does come to a point of like, really, you couldn't take two seconds mm-hmm. to double check. That's what we're in this business. Like, it's right. part of the business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, your name is in the email address. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That yeah. Like, yeah. That's how I spell it. It's right there for <laughs> you. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then join com is a website that awesome. I try to. It's a free. It's a free Tumblr, to be honest. Nice. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so that's where you update with all your shows and happenings and yeah, what have you. Yeah. All I right. Try and to. So will Control Yourself be going then this Sunday at? Over Actually, to- this Sunday is a fifth Sunday. So every now and again, there's a fifth Sunday where I have the thankful ability to do whatever I want. And so uh, Barbara Holm and I have our podcast. Yes. Yeah, called It's Not Me, It's Me. <laughs> and it's a live speed dating podcast. So awesome. that's going to be happening at 9. Um, there's a mingle hour from 8 to 9 p.m. And then 9 to 10 is the podcast with guest Shane Torres, who's back in town. Oh, nice. very cool. I can't wait to see So him. anyone who wants to date Shane Torres. Oh, boy. Is, he still, is he still all, all single over there in, I the, believe in the big so. New York? I believe so. It's a lovely right. city. <laughs> <laughs> big Apple. <laughs> the, the Big Apple. Well, that's Sunday, and it's at Joanne Elizabeth on Twitter. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And no E. Don't, don't do that E stuff. Forget that E. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Don't yeah. do that to her. Joanne, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, thank this you guys so much yeah. for having awesome. And we're so looking forward to seeing your sets at Bridgetown. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited for you guys to be in the audience with your smiling faces. Yes. Yay. And maybe we have obnoxious laughs and you just don't know it. I hope so. Could be. Be. on this team. Yes, you've got to be on the team. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, there we go. Miss Joanne Schinderly. Miss Joanne Schinderly. She's great. She is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely go check out and all very, her shows. And very, very, very funny. So yeah. Um, yeah, we've seen her perform several times. She's she's awesome. Oh yeah. She was in the finalist for uh, Bridge uh, Helium's Funniest Person last year. Yes, which yeah. is happening again this year. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. But that's a story for another day. Uh, Bridgetown Comedy <laughs> Festival. So bridgetowncomedy.com. Get your tickets there. All right, I know I said that I needed to talk about the, the Russians. Let me, let me see if I can get time to do that today or maybe I'll do it tomorrow okay because I'm thinking about finally making the big step what's the big step going over and talking to them wait like are you gonna bring them like a present I don't know yet Ooh, I don't know but it's getting out of hand it's getting out of hand what's so I have out? to okay I don't even know what's getting out of it's hand. getting out of hand oh there's there's some stuff going down over there I don't know what it is okay all right I'm, I'm curious about that all right all right well, in the meantime, in between time, do you want me to do some of my world of crazy? Yes, as long as you never say in the meantime, in between time. Hello, again. my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. How are you? Welcome. 
to my world of crazy. Crazy. I want to thank each and every individual that took the time to send me this story because it is disgusting and you all know me so well. It's not disgusting, but it's just gross because of the person that it involves. Greg, do you remember a long, long time ago, once upon a time in a land far, far away, like four years ago? A person who was... Uh, it was a frequent topic of our show, uh, on our show. A lady by the From name four of four years ago. Yes, Chila Tequila. Close. You could not be closer if you tried. So that's the next one. If you don't get it, I don't even know you. Who was the blonde uh, Tila Tequila? The blonde Tila Tequila. Courtney Stodden. Courtney Stodden, <laughs> Greg. Yeah. I am so. Proud I wouldn't of classify you. her as blonde Tila Tequila, though. I mean, what would you classify her as? Um, I mean, a mutual train wreck. We'll yes. say that. All right, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mutual train wreck. Well, Courtney Stodden is back in the news after announcing that her and her creepy old husband. And, and to remind everybody who Courtney Stodden is, she's the one who was like 17 dating. 16. 16, dating a 52 year old, the dude from no, uh, the married, Green Mile. She married uh, creepy Doug Hutchinson uh, when she was 16 years old in 2011. Who also played the creep in. The Green Mile. I don't think he was playing. I think that's just him. Uh, so, yeah, turns out, was turns out he wasn't in, acting. Yeah, I think he was just in Green Mile as himself. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes. So Courtney Stodden and Doug Hutchinson have announced that they are going to be having a baby. Yes, God. Courtney Stodden. How old is he? Is pregnant. Uh, let's see. Courtney Stodden, 21 years young, is expecting her first child. No, with, he. With Doug Hutchinson, 55 years old. Wow. That is a... That is a big difference there. Courtney Stodden says, I'm going through a lot at the moment. This wasn't a planned pregnancy, but life happens. Well, despite the pregnancy surprise, Stodden added that she felt so happy about it, but extremely overwhelmed. You know, Courtney Stodden was born in Tacoma. She's from the Northwest. Hmm. I'm looking at a Wikipedia page right now. Also born in 1994. Yeah, so they did, uh, so they were divorced. For a while, or they they were separated, and then she was like seeing someone else, and then they got back together. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, so love finds like, a way. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's a thing that's happening. So thank you to everybody who thought of me when they think of Courtney Stodden, which is like both flattering and makes me very sad. Next up, speaking of Washington, Greg, our sister to the north, uh, out of Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not quite Courtney Stodden's birthplace, but nope. close enough. Close though. A Seattle-based company has now announced that they are launching a high-tech toothbrush. You, can, you should totally use this on Digital Trends, by the way. Okay. A high-tech toothbrush that lets users stream video from inside of their mouths while they're brushing their teeth. Gross, no. Who would? Who the hell would want to watch somebody the inside of somebody's mouth? You would watch the, the inside of your own mouth. I don't want to watch I wouldn't watch the inside of my own mouth. Why wouldn't you? Who wants to see that? What's, What's going on in there? What's wrong with you and your body? How come you don't want to see the inside? Of I don't need to see my insides. You're not watching I don't need your to see insides. Anyone's... You're watching a video that's being projected from your mouth. I don't need to see anyone's insides. It's not a video of your mouth. It's a video stream. A video stream of a video from inside my mouth, is it not? Well, I mean, I is guess... it like a toothbrush with a video with a camera on it? Well, yes, but then you and can see like, the places that you're getting and not like quite... Clean. Again... No need for that. The video toothbrush has been created by Dr. Craig Kohler. It uses Wi-Fi and Bluetooth technology to send a video from the inside of the user's mouth to a smartphone. There's, there's something weird about this. Why is it so weird I to you? I don't know. I think it's weird that you're having They're gonna this They're going to set up li- live streams of this? Because that's what you said, live stream. Yeah, it's a live stream. So basically, so, so there's going to be like YouTube channels of the insides of people's mouths. It's a, it's a toothbrush that connects to Wi-Fi, that connects to an app on your phone, so you can watch... 
a live video of you brushing your teeth. I would find that fascinating. That would make me brush my teeth for a lot longer. No. Getting every nook and cranny. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the toothbrush, yeah, so it uses Wi-Fi and Bluetooth technology to send video from inside of the user's mouth to a smartphone. The toothbrush uh, also works with a companion app that allows users to watch the video feed and track the progress of their oral health. How? Dr. Kohler says you can see it live. You're able to take photos of the different spots you might be interested in keeping track of inside of your mouth. No. You can keep them in an album and see if your gum tissue changes colors or if you have a filling that you might have a question about. That's just... Okay, yeah, fine. Maybe in one specific instance, maybe that would help. But also, you're going to go to the dentist anyway, and the dentist is going to find that out on their own. Nobody needs this. This is not something that's needed. But not a lot of people do go to the dentist all the time. Well, then I highly doubt those are the people that are going to be buying a camera for the inside of their mouth. I would, and I don't... Then you should be going to the dentist. You will want to go to the dentist after you see what that camera shows in the inside of your mouth. Well, I really like that you're threatening me with a, a camera that doesn't even exist yet that hasn't been anywhere near my mouth, but now you're like trying to scare tactic me into going to the dentist. Well, you should. Well, uh, the company's name is Profix, and it began taking pre-orders for a discounted price. Uh, so you can order one. You can pre-order before this Thursday nope. for the discounted price for your video toothbrush for $299. Not <laughs> You will be able no. to buy it retail. It'll be sold for $100 more for $3.99 in 2017. The thing is, there's somebody on YouTube or some site that's going to stream this and make a ton of money off of it. Well, then why doesn't it? It should be us. I don't want to do now, this Dr. Kohler adopted the toothbrush, or adapted the toothbrush, excuse me, from his own practice of reviewing videos of his patients' dental uh, procedures with them. He said he hopes customers will appreciate the experience at home while also learning more about their dental health. When people understand, they usually take better care of things. I think people would much rather see something like The Exotic Life of Greg Nibbler live-streamed. Well, you could film it with your toothbrush video. No, no. I mean, it doesn't have to be in your mouth. Couldn't you just Mm-mm. use the video to film? I can find another way Couldn't to do this. could you just hold the toothbrush in front of your face no. and film your exotic life? No. With the vi- So it's just like a video camera that looks like a toothbrush. Or that can be used for, like, undercover jobs. No, it sounds like it's just a toothbrush. Mm. All right, next up. It says it's out of Washington, so I don't know if this is out of Washington State or Washington, D.C., but if it doesn't have the D.C. after it, it's probably Washington State, right? Um, I, well, what's the story? It's about Pornhub. Probably. It's probably the state. Washington State? Yeah. Well, what, what is the story? I mean, it's hard for me to say. I'm just going based off of what you're telling me. Well, it says it's out of Washington, so and Pornhub which is, of course, an internet pornography <laughs> I, provider. You know what? I'm going to go out on a on a limb and say that everyone who listens to Fun Employment Radio probably knows what Pornhub is. If you do not know what Pornhub is until until the right the second, you let me know because I like proving Greg wrong, and I don't believe that every person who listens does indeed know what Pornhub is. I think the name alone should be pretty explanatory. I'm not saying everybody goes to this website, but I'm saying... Everyone probably can deduce what, what what kind of a company Pornhub is. I think that's probably going to going to be a very beneficial way to figure it out. Um, maybe I'm wrong. If you do I not know what, what Pornhub is, go ahead and write in. Well, Pornhub, which you might just be hearing Porn about right now for the, for the first time is in the news after it has now launched its first sex-based exercise program called Bang Fit. <laughs> Bang Fit. Yes, and uh, 
In case you didn't know, what does this have to do with Washington? I don't know. It says it's out of Washington. I don't know if Pornhub's located in Washington. Are they from? Can you please look it up in real time while I'm trying to tell you a story? Sure. Thanks. Adult video streaming website Pornhub has announced a sex-based online fitness game designed to combat a sedentary lifestyle that might be appreciated by excessive pornographic video users. Pornhub hailed the program known as Bang Fit as, quote, the fitness method gyms don't want you to know about. If you are interested in knowing a bit more about Bang Fit, you can go to the Pornhub uh, YouTube page and find out more about that. Now, the video's description states, Bang Fit is an exercise platform created to fight against our sedentary lifestyle. Now you can get in shape while having the time of your life. Now, users can participate in the game by visiting Bang Fit's website, where they can choose from a number of sexual positions or (laughs) sexercises that are listed alongside the number of potential calories burned per uh, per minute. The site states that users can then sync the program with their cell phones, which will track their movements as they follow along with the video. Pornhub out of uh, Montreal, by the way. They're Canadian. Canadian smut peddlers. Oh, they're going across the border with their smut. Mm -hmm. Well, that is the home of One-Eyed Jack, so. That's true. The site states, uh, yeah, they can sync the program with their uh, their program with their cell phones. Blah blah. blah. The trailer also advertises an accessory called the Bang Fit Band, (laughs) which you can actually wear on your wrist to keep track of uh, of your sex or size. Okay. So you can also, uh, so it offers also exercises meant for one, two, or three players, so you can all work out together. Sweet. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was interesting, Greg. Yeah. So you can keep track of your sex or size. Okay. Okay, next up. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Out of London, the England. The exotic life of Greg Nibbler. No right. confusion as to where that is. Out of Maori Old England. A Pizza Hut restaurant in North London, England, has made the news after it's decided to create a beer-infused pizza. Beer-infused pizza. Why? I don't know. They wanted to add craft beer to the dough, and they want, because pizza and beer go hand in hand, sure. so they think, why not make beer part of the pizza. But you're already drinking the beer and the pizzas they're already. Well right now this is only happening in the UK. There's no word whether or not it's actually going to travel across the pond and come over Don't. to this place. Oh pizza Hut UK's director uh, of marketing, Kath Austin. She's just casual Kath. Don't mind me. I'm just Kath. Oh, not Kathleen. Not Kathy. Kath. She says... We know craft beers are very popular right now, and we're celebrating this not by not just by adding craft beer to our menus, but by adding it to our pizza dough. We're proud to be the first chain in the UK to trial a beer-infused dough base. We're looking forward to rolling out these nationwide if they prove popular. That was really good. I got a little Australian toward the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if you do want to get this, uh, it doesn't say it's it's either this week or next week when it's happening. Uh, you have to whisper. If you want to get the beer pizza, you have to say, I like it hop. Instead of I like it hot. You have to whisper it like that? Yeah, it says you have to whisper it. That's really good. It does not say that. Be... It does say it. I like it hop. Customers at the Pizza Hut chain's branch will have to whisper the secret code words, I like it hop, when they order their beer-infused uh, This pizza. is at a Pizza Hut. Yes. There'll only be a, a you limited amount of pies available. Call up and whisper creepy things to Pizza Hut employees. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. That was a wink and a click on top of it. Don't 
Don't do a wink and a click. Wink and a click is how you seal the deal. All right, and finally, I do have this story. It's pretty amazing. Set of Arizona at a Goodyear, Arizona, to be specific. Uh, here's the headline. An Arizona TV reporter has been arrested after defecating on someone's front lawn while covering a story. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did hear about this. <laughs> this is... A reporter has been arrested after pooping on someone's front lawn during a television news story that he was the reporter on. I don't know the whole details. This actually happened. Was it live? Let me tell you. Okay, so this it wasn't live, it, but this is what happened. So this happened. Okay. Uh, this, this is a Phoenix. So the TV station's in Phoenix, Arizona, but he was on location at Goodyear, Arizona. So a Phoenix TV station says a reporter is no longer with the network after he was arrested for defecating in a resident's yard while working <laughs> as a field reporter in their yard. for the TV station. Oh boy. Yes, a Goodyear resident, a Goodyear Arizona resident called 911 last week to report a man that she recognized as KPHO/KTVK uh, reporter Jonathan Lowe. She watched him on the TV yeah. and then watched him poop in her yard. Now, Jonathan Lowe's pooping in my yard right now. Former reporter Jonathan Lowe had picked up several papers from the street and walked across the wo- road to quote squat while leaning against the wall of a residence and proceeded to defecate in the yard. What? Why? Was it it like a personal thing? Although he wiped himself with the papers he had gathered, stood up, and walked back over to the news Oh, and he just left it all there in this person's yard. The witness said Lowe's van had been parked in front of her residence for about 40 minutes prior to the incident. The report said that the woman told police, quote, that if if Mr. Lowe had knocked on her door, she would have gladly let him use their bathroom. (laughs) Why was he out there? What was the broadcast for? It doesn't say what it was about. Uh, not that I'm seeing. It says, uh, I think that <laughs> this probably trumps anything that he was reporting on in Goodyear, Arizona. Um, it's being noted in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live if you're a live subscriber. Uh, Sumon just said, imagine, I imagine a yard in Phoenix wouldn't have much shade or shrubbery to hide behind. And that's true. That is true. Phoenix is just concrete is and it dirt. Is trying to hide behind a, can- uh, a, can- or a cactus or something? I don't even know if they'd have that in there. They have there. cactuses in well, Arizona. Well, in Phoenix. Well, yes, they do in Arizona. Phoenix is is very much a concrete. Concrete jungle? Yeah. Okay. It's a lot of concrete. Okay. Well, he was, he didn't get away with it, <laughs> and he was charged <laughs> with public defecation. Uh, an officer came up and spoke to Lowe inside of the news van at pre-arrest and post-poop. Uh, the report quotes Lowe as saying to the police officer, I know what you want to talk to me about. I've been feeling very sick and stuck in the van all day. So I went over to that person's yard and took care of business. <laughs> Those people who called the police on me just want to start problems. Well, what start dude, problems they did. You, yeah. And he was arrested on a charge you of public sh- defecation. You shit against their house. I mean, come on. The That's not really the station's news director, starting problems. Dan Wilson uh, said after being contacted that Lowe was still employed by the station, and then uh, by the next day, about uh, less than 12 hours later, he, he did report that Lowe was no longer with the station. <laughs> I don't know. How do you go back on air after that? Uh, he did not clarify whether the reporter was fired or re-signed somewhere else. There's no- I mean, I feel bad for the guy in the fact that he probably will ha- no longer have that career in television. Yeah. I That's, mean, like, I don't, there's no way you can bounce back from that. I know. Like, I mean, but no matter where he goes, that like, will follow him around. I understand, like, sometimes your body is just it, is evil and it turns against you and, like, you have to use that. But, I mean, like. Sounds like he took some time, though. It took some time. He's collecting papers from the street, just went over, leaned got... against the house, and then went to town. Like, that seems like, I, I don't know. There's something. Yeah. <laughs> there's something with that. 
So anyway, there you have it. Uh, he is no longer with the station. <laughs> and Courtney Stodden is creating a human. And that is Your World of Crazy. That is indeed crazy. Wow. All right. Um, we've got... I've got to do one quick ball talk story just oh, yeah. because I feel like I need to update people on something. Okay. And then I know we've got some birthdays that we have to get to. Yes. But this is this this is too perfect for a ball talk story. I have to talk about this. Okay. Let's see if I even have some breaking news to go. Uh, I don't have breaking news yet. Oh. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. The NBA playoffs are going on. We'll just do this story today in uh, in the world of ball talk. So the NBA playoffs. So this is for anybody who doesn't follow NBA basketball, doesn't pay attention to sports. This will give you just an idea of what's going on. So right now the Cleveland Cavaliers with LeBron James are taking on the Toronto Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals. And in the Western Conference Finals, you have the Golden State Warriors, who mm-hmm. just broke the record for most wins in an NBA season. They're the defending champions. They've got the MVP, Steph Curry. They are going against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And right now, two things happen. One, in the Cleveland-Toronto game, I'll just go to this, uh, backup player, Dante Jones, I think is his name. He's, he doesn't he doesn't play. Yeah, Dante Jones. Um Dante Jones, he's like a a bench player, doesn't normally play in the game for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Toronto Raptors beat Cleveland mm. to uh, put that series at two games to one with Cleveland ahead. At the end of that game, though, this is the key thing that happened. Dante Jones, and there's video of this. This was the game was already over, but they were going up for a rebound. Bismack Biombo. Biombo. I think it's Biombo. Bismack. Infinity and Biombo. Bismack Biombo. <laughs> I remember that was what someone said. That's that's his saying. Who said that? To infinity and beyondbo. That's what. The, who said that? I when I was working at Landmark, somebody is just like, oh, that's his, that's his catchphrase. To, to infinity, infinity and beyondbo. Oh, well, mm-hmm. that's well. I didn't see. I, I didn't know that. I was that, or somebody came up with it, and they were just messing with me. Well, that's but pretty good. Way, I like it. Bismack <laughs> Biombo of the Toronto Raptors. So Dante Jones, um, full on, smacked him in a spot below the belt. Above the knees, and uh, he punched him in the nuts. Mm. Like, pretty bad. Nicola batumed him. (laughs) Nicola batumed him, but yeah, hardcore. And uh, so much so that he was, at the end of the game, Bismack Biombo was was, like laying on the ground in pain. Uh, Dante Jones was fined and suspended for one game. He will not be playing in the playoff game tonight when Cleveland and Toronto play each other. Now, then that goes to the other game that happened yesterday. And that is this. We had... The Oklahoma City Thunder and the Golden State Warriors, of course. Golden State was heavily favored to win the Western Conference, or at least go against the Spurs. Spurs got knocked out by the Thunder. They're favored to be the repeat champions. Mm. They have now found themselves down two games to one to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they're also maybe out one of their star players, and that is Draymond Green. Draymond Green is for the Golden State Warriors, and for the second time... In two games, he ended up hitting Oklahoma City Thunder player Steven Adams in the in the nuts. Jesus. For the second time in two games. And this one is pretty blatant. Draymond Green goes up for a shot and he gets fouled. And on the way back down, 
He just rams up his right leg. Oh. And just nails him. Come on. And he's saying it was an accident that he couldn't control his, his foot. Looking at it, I really just find it hard to believe that he that was an accident. It's just so blatant. It's so blatant. Yeah. And it's the second time in two games that he's hit the same guy in the nuts. <laughs> Poor Steven Adams. That's quite the coincidence. Yeah, and Steven Adams even just said that too. He's like, yeah, he's got really good aim. Uh, so the the question now, though, since he's like their third star for the Golden State Warriors, is that if he gets suspended, which the precedent is set now that if you do that to another player, you're going to get suspended because that's what they did to Dante Jones. Mm-hmm. They kind of have to suspend him. And if they do so, it could really put Golden State at a pretty precarious position of being very underhanded against the Oklahoma City Thunder and going down three games to one, in which OKC only has to win one game. And wow. They've got it. Like Golden State, this could have some huge effects on the playoffs right now. So we'll find out. That'll come out today, whether or not Draymond Green will be suspended. Unfortunately, I don't have the update on it yet. But it will happen today. We'll find out today whether or not it happens. All right, so there we go. Oh. That's just what I wanted people to know. It okay. was has to do with balls. It's Ball Talk. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. What's the big deal? Yep. It's pretty big. All right, mm-hmm. so we've got a couple of birthdays to get to, and then we'll head on out of here. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, first up, we need to say a happy birthday to Justin. 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 Oh, he's a he's a he's a young spry spry young man. Yep, turning 22. 22. Which means he can come to our next listener events. Oh my gosh, which means he can come to our Fun Employment Radio prom. Yep, which is happening July 22nd. Tickets go on sale very soon. Mm-hmm. And uh, also you can compete in some of our cornhole tournaments. So Justin turning 22. Happy birthday Justin. Happy Here's some Elvis. Happy birthday Justin. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Oh, I guess the other birthday is tomorrow, but why don't we just do it today? Okay. Let's re- we'll, we'll wish it today mm-hmm. to make sure that we don't forget tomorrow. Um, and this comes from Megan. Oh, oh, Megan. Who wants to wish a happy birthday to Carissa. Oh, and she wrote some nice things she about it. She said, Carissa. she is the best girlfriend in the world. I love the hell out of her, and she still makes me feel melty after over five years. Oh, my gosh. You are so <laughs> cute. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Carissa. Happy birthday, Carissa. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Hot damn right. Boom, boom, boom. There we go. Oh, I think Justin wanted the other happy birthday song. Oh, we'll play it for you some other time, Justin. Oh, he wanted a different one? Yeah, the, the profanity-laden one. Oh, he wanted that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops. We haven't played that one in a long time. No. I'll email it to him. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. Well, sometimes, you know, you don't always get everything you want for your birthday, I guess. Yeah, I'll I just... know. Tough lesson to learn at 22. You get fat, drunk <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. You're old now. This is what old people get. You're on the downward <laughs> spiral now, Justin. Yep. It's all downhill after 22. Sorry, bud. Yikes. Tough way to learn it. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You can go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link to buy anything from there. Huge thank you to our wonderful sponsors and Bridgetown Comedy Festival. Uh, it's going to be going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so find out who's going to be there, bridgetowncomedy.com. Also, yep. big thanks to Joanne for coming in. Joanne Shindley, she is fantastic, so go check out her, her shows. Follow her on Twitter and all of that stuff, and uh, we'll have a link on our website, too, so that you can go from there. 
and <laughs> oh, dang it. I was trying oh, to make it through without coughing. Almost made it through. I almost made it through. So I could close. feel it coming. So All right. Close. Anyway, thank you so much, everybody. We will be back on tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.